Hello and welcome to episode 271 of The Crate and Crowbar. It is the 6th of February, 2019. My name is Chris Thurston and tonight I am joined by Philippa War. Hi. And Alex Wiltshire. Hi. Oh, wow. A burst of energy. <laughs> Shouty energy from Alex. Yeah. I thought I'd compensate for, for Pip. Though. Mm. <laughs> I'm not the one that's lying down. Oh, Alex that's just... what I've got all the energy from. <laughs> I'm conserving it. Well, you've peaked. Yeah, that's it. Alex is uh, completely <laughs> horizontal, face down on the floor at the moment. We've had to install a special microphone just so that you can Into the shout floor. at us. It's in the kitchen. Like a grill. Yeah, exactly. Speaking through the ceiling. Yeah, it's the only way he can have opinions anymore. <laughs> but we've all found our own ways to keep it going after so long of doing this podcast, haven't we? Yeah, he just came through the door, went full George Michael Bluth. I just, yeah. Just, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's where I mine the opinion from, mm. below. The mm. carpet. Yeah. <laughs> just like, oh, someone dropped a little bit of Some morsels. Take. Some <laughs> morsels of take. They're a bit cold, but I swear they're still good. <laughs> a little bit dry. <laughs> a cold, dry take. So what are we going to dig out of the bins and feast <laughs> yeah, So there is actually some news this week in a kind of actual, oh, a thing happened kind of way yeah um, it feels like there should be more news it really does well yeah but like i remember uh back in the olden days when there was all sorts of news happening all the time there'd be like scandals (laughs) all the time like Mm. someone would say something and then there'd be lots of this would happen day upon day but like now like everything's shut down can i I just put forward the idea that you've absolutely just decided in your mind tank to not remember the days when nothing happened and I so all your I admit that I didn't look at any internet or Twitter or anything mm. uh, all day also I mean I mean as we were chatting earlier before we were recording you did an unironic in my day Alex <laughs> so I think you might need to just check yourself a little bit no I'm I'm relaxing into that <laughs> yeah exactly I'm now imagining you like going oh there's just so much news and then like playing with a yo-yo for four hours straight just like yeah, yeah, I think honestly, all the if, news. I think you're mistaking, <laughs> you know, people not saying stupid things occasionally on the internet for them that happening literally all of the time so much that it's no longer news. <laughs> or maybe you've stopped caring. That's the thing. Mm. You're just like, there's no news anymore because there's nothing I because, care. Yeah, no, nothing <laughs> arrived in front of my eyeballs and therefore there was no news. Nobody force fed me some pap. <laughs> news pap. Moose pap. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, obviously you're just thinking back to the heady days of several weeks ago where we could talk for hours about what shops were and why. But oh, did I miss this? Maybe that's it. It's just some sort of come down oh. from the Store Wars. Yeah. I actually saw some residual Store Wars come down with Take the, your Somebody from what? Take Two had an opinion about the Epic oh, Store, and that so was apparently big news. That, that was today, and that's exactly the kind of news you were just saying doesn't yeah. happen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look. <laughs> So what I you don't agree with what I say. <laughs> I feel like we might have to roll you to a different area of the carpet, Alex. This patch is done. Well you You're rolled crazy. me there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. So the actual thing that happened this week and it, you know, I don't think people were necessarily expecting this, is um uh Respawn, uh makers of lovely Titanfall, um uh, announced and released a game and it's really good. Mm. Uh, that sort of just, um, thumped out of nowhere. It sort of leaked a bit, but I don't know whether deliberately or not, but that's yeah, it, felt, it felt slightly on purpose to get eyes on the announcement. Yeah. There. And it, I think they, you know, um, so this is Apex Legends, which is a bad name for a computer game. It's very, it's it feels <laughs> like the name that you'd give to a keyboard that you were worried mm. might not sell. Yeah, that's a mouse. <laughs> You've named a mouse there. Do you think that, oh, yeah, it was like a, definitely like a keytar kind mm. of a keyboard at that? Yeah, it would have the most RGB that you've ever seen. <laughs> oh. Yeah, it sounds like, uh, it, uh, charitably, it sounds like a name for a mobile game that would have ripped off Command and Conquer R <laughs> in its thumbnail. You and know? it would be advertised on lots of other games that looked quite like it. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's a good name. It would be a good name for a sort of future tech 
reskin of Clash of Clans. I think that's probably what you could call that. I don't understand the Legends part. Like, Apex, to me, mm. I mean, Apex does kind of sound like a sort of bell-end clothes shop. Yeah. But it also does have the sort of Predator kind mm. of implication. Yeah. No, you're right. Yeah. Whereas... Like Legends is kind of like you've you've really whiffed it there, haven't you? Yeah. So yeah, you're right. Apex Legends is a great name for a loyalty card scheme for a quite laddie hiking shop. Yeah, <laughs> or it could be it could be the two teams in The Apprentice. Yeah, oh, Apex oh, and yeah. Ledge. Ledge. <laughs> Ledge. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so the reason it's called, I think Apex is a faction from Titanfall. It's set in the Titanfall universe. Um, or to go with games, you could have Evolve as the other. <laughs> yeah. Apex. Well, actually, Evolve is an interesting comparison with Apex Legends, but for completely different reasons, as an actual game Evolve. But So what's Evolve then? I mean, Apex. <laughs> so I don't know. I can't remember what Apex is. The reason it's Legends is they did something that is very brave, but many people have tried and never works, which is, you know, when you... Is you're... that not just stupid? Yeah. Like, if nobody else polite. has done it, you just, like, you've not learned. Well, no, also, they've, they've embarked into territory, which maybe people just haven't accepted this isn't possible yet. But you know how we live in the age of, you know, hero shooters, where shooter characters are a bit like MOBA characters. Right. And you know how MOBAs tried for a while to have their own words for what heroes were? So League yeah. of Legends has champions, and Dota has heroes, and Smite has gods, and so on. Mm. We ran out of those words. Hero, champion, whatever. So in this, they're called Legends. And it doesn't quite. So that, oh, that work. is a name for the yeah. collective, is yeah, it? Yeah, right. the, the characters are, are the, the legends. That you huh. pick them from the legends just tab. The most basic thesaurus naming. Mm. Come on, we've got to think. We're going to have to go for the last word on the list. <laughs> yeah, Chris, could you bring up some other no. <laughs> other what, synonyms? All right, hang on. Yeah, I have to what Google. else? Are we going for? Yeah. What are we going for the from heroes? They're superheroes. Functionally, they're superheroes. But if they've based it on the DNA of Titanfall, why not Titans? Why not because Apex, Titans, Titans? Because Titans because those are, are really robots. specific in that setting. Yeah. Uh, oh, okay. But that is a better name. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> um, so hero synonyms listed, thanks Google, are Brave Man. <laughs> brave Man. <laughs> wow, okay. Apex, Brave Man. Champion, already taken. Yeah. Man of Courage. Ma- I think because I wrote hero rather than heroine. Uh, it's, well, I it's mean, like, but even it's then, decided it's very gendered. gendered yeah. yeah. Uh, Great man, man of the hour. What? what? These are I awful. Like Conquering Google. hero. Google, come on. Uh, Victor. Why not Apex? Apex Victor. Apex Victor is quite good. Apex Victor. Or something. Uh, winner, conqueror, Lionheart. Oh, goodness warrior, me. paladin. Already taken by paladins. <laughs> um, knight, white hat. White hat. As in hacker, I guess. Chevalier, or chevalier. Yeah. <laughs> Star, idol, superstar, megastar, celebrity. Apex celebrities would be good. Uh, Luminary. Lion. Just the word lion. Apex lion. Apex lion. (laughs) Ideal. Ideal man. (laughs) Ideal man. Paragon. Taken by Paragon. Uh, Uh, Not anymore. Not anymore. (laughs) That one's up for grabs. Exemplar. Shining example. Perfect example. Nice and shining armor. Favorite, darling. We found yeah, it. There it's you darling. Go. Apex darlings. Apex darlings. Okay, so <laughs> what it should have been called <laughs> got there in the end. So if you, what you just got in, uh, what you just got was a, a little insight into how all things are written. And that is that is now the last game. There was no other word there yeah. that could possibly yeah. work for. So if you are working, if you're a game developer game. and you're currently working on a MOBA or hero shooter or any game with this type of kind of like, you're doomed. No. Darlings is the only allowed word you're allowed <laughs> yes. to use now. <laughs> yes. Um, so, uh, yes. So, uh, but what it is, so I feel like now that we've gotten the taking the piss out of the name stage out of the way, mm. I'd like to talk about, uh, why this is really good. If that's acceptable to everybody. Have you played it? Alex, you've only played the tutorial. I, I've, yeah, I haven't had time to play a full game, but yeah, I've played the tutorial. Um, so what I it is. I haven't even seen a picture of it. Let's <laughs> <laughs> see what comes to your mind. So. <laughs> The, it's worth sort of explaining what bits of Titanfall are in it straight away rather than like people getting hung up on it. Cause I think, I think they, I don't want to maybe in, infer too much intent into those leaks and things, but it feels like they, they communicated it very well by having people go, Oh, it's Titanfall without Titans straight away. Yeah. So that was like 
accepted and gotten rid of and then the game was out and people liked it straight away rather than having that be the thing people dwell on yeah. but yeah so there's no titans but titanfall always had like really really good um shooting and movement and great feeling everything basically yeah. doesn't have wall running either um and only one of the characters yeah I, I tried for quite a long time to do wall <laughs> run because it felt yeah. it felt like they should be able to yeah I, Derek go to and you just try to like walk through a wall. <laughs> Come on. If I Doing just do parkour. this 15 more times. Yeah. Um, it even has some of its environments have those big sidings on them from Titanfall. You know, the big, like the big wall, like the big panels that you could run along. Yeah. Um, and I don't know whether that's but a they're nod. hanging in there as well. Uh, no, not in the, quite the same way, but not, I, th- I don't know if that's A, a nod to the fact that earlier in development it had wall running or B, the architecture of Titanfall, the what the universe just includes wall running space. <laughs> well, it's just it's part of its history. <laughs> it I mean, there's a lot of parkour in the universe. We just uh, like suspending things. It's par for the cause. Mm. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it's a band. <laughs> <laughs> They're just like always on the walls. Yeah, <laughs> like running circles. I do also get the sense that the lovely cause, and if they free run <laughs> under their part time, <laughs> <laughs> I do get the feeling that quite a lot of stuff in uh apex is directly out of Titanfall. well like the weapons and stuff yeah like literally the but, like, which is a good thing because i really like the titanfall to yeah um and but also like but it's also undergone a full art style change yeah, it's true like so it's not like literally reusing the assets it's yeah. you know it is a different art style so it's much more cartoonier and more colorful um chris mm. Before we go on to the, the actual shooty dynamics and, and the actual yeah. game thing, but what do you think about the Darlings? The Darlings are very good. You like them? There are eight Darlings and they are excellent. Yes. Huh. Why? I, I was totally uninspired by all of them. Um, in terms of playing or visuals? Oh, not playing because I, I haven't played yet. Oh. Uh, visuals and just sort of, you know, that way that kind of um, uh, uh, Overwatch just all of the characters are immediately colourful. Mm. Like, you know, you know, you, if you you can get into the nitty gritty of them and sort of, you know, they they may be too archetypal, you know, but the fact is, like, they hit you between the the, the eyes every first time, and they're beautifully kind of presented and animated. Mm. In this one, they do they have all of the kind of the poses and the lines and things you can unlock. I did look into that into the legends mm. menu. Uh, it's because they're. Made for the Funko Pop generation. <laughs> so I think if it's... one cannot recognise it with a bobblehead, what mm. even does it do in this life? What is it for? <laughs> so um, I think I don't. Yeah, I don't. They necessarily have the kind of immediate um, sort of punch of a, a Blizzard thing. Yeah. Um, the art style is still closer to realistic than Overwatch's, so the sort of cartoony proportions wouldn't be as easy for them to do. I don't think. Yeah. However. I do think, like, they remind me a bit of, um, Lawbreakers characters. Mm, yeah, um, they do, And yeah. they, uh, uh, but I think they're closer, I think they're a bit more charming on the whole. Yep. They definitely, uh, you warmed them with time, which is one thing. I think I am so bored of Overwatch yeah, yeah. from its storytelling, everything about it, that I quite like this not feeling like Overwatch straight away. Like the fact that it's not the same archetypes, the fact that they're not immediately recognizable sort of sci-fi or fantasy tropes like well the, the, i mean there on the, is on the, you know yeah. well i suppose there's the there's the sort of the the gi and and stuff but like the, it's hard to explain but there are, a, they are a bit they're definitely a bit more nuanced i can sense yeah. that there's probably more space in them to do interesting things like there's a douchey guy for instance the douchey guy's really fun there's a lot of good lines <laughs> yeah. like so I, it's hard to talk about this without getting into mechanics yeah. because you have to talk about abilities and you have to talk about the pinging system yeah. like which is where all the personality comes through so i think yeah as you first see them um it's probably just a bit of a sort of you know yeah. it's not, it's not like, a huge oh. however i mean kudos it's a really nicely diverse group which is nice yeah for, right, um, yeah. for, a, for a launch lineup in um, fact uh, in the, in those first mid, like it is literally minutes. Um, I got the sense that very rare sense of a game that actually knows about places outside of the US and Europe. Yeah, there's a lot of um, you know well, the US anyway. Yeah, the accents. You know, the yeah. you, you diversity of peoples and accents and yeah. genders and, and all of that. And, yeah. and that's nice to see straight away. Like yeah. in fact, you know, you literally uh, cannot play as a white dude. 
until you have unlocked one of the old men <laughs> who is locked initially. Um, like, so, and that is, you know, uh, there's, there's so many different angles to come at this from because I've realized that we talked about it for like five, ten minutes now and I haven't said the word battle royale yet. Uh, it's a battle royale game. Um, and it feels like top to bottom, like, I don't know if calculated is the right word, but like engineered, right? Like this is obviously, you know, I, it, it has been, it's a very, it's a, it's really good and has been made with a tremendous amount of, uh, skill, which you'd expect from Respawn because they have consistently made extremely good games. Um, but I think it's also fair to say that this is probably something that was like a savvy decision about what their next project would be, right? It's, it's unlikely that someone was this, this emerged from a pure, you know, there are no bad ideas here brainstorming session. This emerged from this is a smart use of these resources. And, and so it's enormously pragmatic in a lot of ways, like reusing the Titanfall license and the vocabulary of Titanfall in some ways. Um, sliding on your bum mostly is the thing that survives. Um, but it feels great. All of that stuff, um, you know, taking the, uh, battle pass system from Fortnite, which it got from Dota and importing that as its model for payment because players like that and, and it's not, it's going to avoid a lot of, um, <clears throat> attendant kind of controversies and other systems getting that sort of right first time because that's how other games did it. Basically borrowing the kind of, um, sort of loadout of a hero from Overwatch. So ultimate sort of tactical ability and passive. Um, pretty much, although, um, not taking unique weapons per hero, having them each, everyone able to use every weapon. Um, like it's a lot of like smart borrowings, if that makes sense. And so in that context, it's roster, uh, the sort of the, the sort of diversity and visual interest of its roster, the variety of body types, all of this stuff that they're kind of getting ready off the bat is interesting to me in the context of a game that is otherwise hyper calculated in what it is designed to do. Mm. which is to bring in a lot of players and um and BEA's battle royale game. Um this uh and um yeah, so there's there's all that stuff to it. I think um it is and that applies to I played a, a fair bit of it now even though it's only been out for a couple of days and I really really like it. Like um they've almost it feels um it's the first intentional battle royale that I really liked. I suppose you could call PUBG an intentional game to some mm -hmm. extent, but it's also very much an adaptation of a mod. Yeah. Um, Fortnite, it, Fortnite Battle Royale is a mode bolted to a completely different game. Um, this is ground up designed people who are used to designing team objective based competitive FPS games, having a go at making this genre and doing like, a really clever job of making every single part of it less painful. Like there's so many, I, I'll probably return to it because there's so many different things you point at, like the UI for inventory management and swapping things out is like, it's so friendly and, and well handled. And, you know, uh, um, initially there's a little bit to learn in terms of what icons mean and things, but as soon as you've got far less than there would be in like a PUBG or something. And once you've gotten it, it's so, um, seamless to kind of quickly make decisions. So if I'm holding a, a particular type of gun and it takes this particular type of ammo, then, um, if I'm holding gun weapon, you know, either attachments that aren't compatible or ammo that isn't for it, they'll have a little icon on them in my inventory to let me know I can drop them because there's nothing I can do with them. Hmm. Um, applicable upgrades for weapons are automatically applied to a weapon if you have them both in your inventory at the same time. Right, so you have why to go you? into the menu to... Basically never. Yeah. But if you pick up a new gun that is compatible with some of your upgrades on your the gun you're about to swap it with, it tells you which ones will transfer and the rest of them you just drop. And it's all of these like little small things that just speak to like hours of like tweaking and testing. And if you're interested in just like how shooters are made to feel good, like every click in that game is a proper big old crunchy, satisfying thing. It's really, really nicely done. And then there are things like, um, the, the ping system, which is genuinely, um, a really great achievement. Like, so, uh, one thing that separates it from, uh, Fortnite and, and PUBG and most Battle Royale games is the fact that it's exclusively squads. You have to play in a squad of three. There is no solo. And that's because it's got a class system and lots of these other abilities and things. Um, and, I think it might have gone further towards solving the issue of people, strangers cooperating in quite a cooperation heavy game of any game I've ever played. Like it's remarkable how much it's been working for me in, in the last couple of days. And the way it does this, apart from giving you clear objectives, there's two layers that are really cool. One is, um, the ping system. So you have a context sensitive ping, which is on your middle mouse button by default. 
because I hold it for a radial wheel. And they've picked exactly the things you need to say. And once you learn where they all are, you can you can ping an area to say someone's been here. You can ping an area to say someone is here. You can say, I want to loot here. I want to watch here. I want to go here. And these are all like th- that vocabulary is almost all you need in a battle royale. Like mm-hmm. I want to, there's a different, you know, being able to specify the difference between I want to go there and I want to watch that area. You know, I think they're over there, that mm-hmm. kind of thing. Mm-hmm. It's really seamless. And all of that stuff, when you do ping, is voiced in the particular mannerisms of the character that you're playing, which is where the personality starts to come through. And it's far more organic feeling than, like, say, an Overwatch, where people are mostly just shouting their big barks all of the time. It's more like they're constantly talking. It's just a lot of small, relatively subtle observations about the environment. So people using the ping? Yeah. Yeah, it's it's hmm. like everyone uses it all the time because it's really, really useful. Because I almost missed it in the tutorial. Like I was yeah. just sort of hammering the kind of the buttons because there's a little of the you got to f- perform all of the action, like the interactions to yeah. you know, tick them off, and then you go through. And I, the tutorial is just here are the controls. Yeah, no, it's not a criticism of the tutorial. It's, yeah. I, I just wondered whether people would actually pick up on the. Yeah, that's the thing that's remarkable is they really have, and there's lots of subtle things like there's an always available thank you button. Uh, pressing h at any time is a context sensitive thanks which is a really cool thing and it can be really specific so if you look at some if you're looking at something that someone else just dropped it'll you'll say thank you for that thing so it's just like a really interesting kind of way of getting people to sort of interact with each other how sarcastically could it be used yeah like thanks fucko yeah (laughs) you could do although i think i think also the structure of like it's us against the universe helps it helps people not be be dicks um you can also do things like if you if you ping if you context ping someone else's ping like their little waypoint you agree to whatever that is huh. so if someone's pinged i want to go over here and you ping that you go okay and and then you know it's like huh. they see that you've registered to like do that thing it's really cl- like just that system is just like uh, super nicely done like i've been playing loads of battlefield and it's so much better than battlefield equivalent system which is mostly sort of pointing and going like hoping you tag an enemy so that you go there's an enemy over there <clears throat> it's really good and um it's made it consistently fun to play both with friends because it helps you share information much more easily um and i've genuinely had really good games with strangers where we haven't had to use any kind of text or voice because it's obvious what people are wanting to do like played a game on my lunch break today where we won it was like a standoff in the final zone and i just said i will watch this like there were three different areas the final enemy squad could come from and i could communicate i'm going to stay here and watch this area with like two quick flicks of the mouse which is super cool and then having that be instantly translated because it's a, yeah. a, a voice line it's great the other thing is that your characters also talk constantly um, about stuff that's happening in a really nice dynamic way so um you have um you have the 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 setup is it's kind of like a, a dangerous tv show or something and so you have an announcer um, who announces that certain things have happened and your characters will react to that and talk about that. But also they will say things like, um, Oh, the next circle is really far away just without you having huh. to even look. Um, or like it's only about 30 seconds away and they're always exactly right. Cause why wouldn't they be? Um, but it's, it's, they've done a lot of work to make these really clever little context sensitive. And they're just keeping you, they're just keeping yeah. you in the world, not looking at maps and not it, looking at It's in, hard to inventory for, screens. Y- yeah, you can't really get caught out like, oh, we didn't realize the circle was going to be so far away mm. because your character, your characters will have said it. Or like they'll even say things like, you know, the circle's close and not all of us are inside. And it'll refer to how many of the squad are currently in or out of the circle. Like, and different characters will say that. Like really friendly stuff. I could, I could, I could bang on about that more, but I won't. Um, and then on top of that, obviously there's lots of nice weapons and things and, and cool systems. And there's just loads and loads of like just stuff going on that makes it interesting. So at the very beginning of the match, um, one area is highlighted as like this area will have good loot and that's everyone can see where that is. And so that's maybe an obvious early drop zone, depending if it's close to the flight path. How are you the, dropping in? Is it a flight path? It's a flight path, but there's a cool system where one person in a squad is the designated jump master um and that person by default controls all of you huh so they choose when you jump basically keeping everybody together yeah but you can ping and and people can opt out they can say like i'd rather you can you can say i don't want to be the jump master and you can also say i don't want to do what you tell me but most people stick together at least until the final like you know 50 meters before you hit the ground Uh, and that person just controls all three of you but some of your abilities and things can be used when you're in that mode and, and stuff um 
and then there's also like this flying loot ship that flies it's like an air like an airship kind of thing that flies across the map has loads of good loot on it and it always starts at the same point off the coast of the map um, and then it flies to a different area from the start you can see where it'll eventually land but again depending on the flight path of the dropship and everything else it is possible to try and land on it before it has landed if that makes sense to try and like catch it in midair well, you can literally land on, on the yeah, airships if you top. if you uh, you know if you are skillful enough and lucky enough where the flight path is so all those things just you know create dynamics and battle royale games are so good at creating sort of like situations that's what really what they're good at is like you know multiple teams converging from different angles and things which creates these really cool potential moments um and then you have really interesting like uh character designs that become more interesting with time like none of them are immediately as like obvious what their thing is as like uh like an overwatch hero might be but actually with time you can appreciate like how how systemsy it all is like there's loads of stuff going on like almost everything to projectile does damage so even the smoke grenade launcher on the the lady i like's shoulder does damage um and there's a few just um really neat things that i haven't seen in a in a shooter before um particularly um there's a character called wraith who's the sort of ninja character um and her passive is this idea that she has like a sixth sense or something and basically a voice in her head that warns her she appears in the trailer um and this is i haven't seen someone use this information in an fps before but basically obviously the game knows what every player knows um and so what it does is it represents her sixth sense by you literally hear a voice say they're aiming at you <laughs> and it's because the game knows someone else has you in like their sniper scope or whatever um and she hears that and if you press this is the only time h isn't thanks if you press h immediately she she automatically relays that information to the team so she says i think they can see me and it creates these like it's a really cool ability because it's strategically really useful like mm. she's not good at finding people but she's good at not getting found like or or like Often in, a, and it's a great addition to a battle royale where so often, like, you know, a, a sniper shot from ages ago, from, from far away because you have, don't realize you've been seen is the thing that turns the whole fight or whatever. Her ability to just go, oh, hang on, something feels wrong. Or like the fact that she, I think if someone's cooking a grenade and, and aiming the parabola of the grenade through the window, she feels that as well. You don't see it. It's not as obvious as just showing you the laser sight or something like that. She just goes like grenade. And it's, it's actually quite atmospheric as well. And it kind of creates. Oh, no, where from? Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But, um, but it's, it's a really good, a really good, I think, specific example of them pulling off a character while also adding something mechanically as well. What does the amusing robot do? The amusing robot has a grappling hook, which he can also use to pull people towards him. He has a lot of good lines about being an amusing robot. Um, and he can create a zip line for his team between two places. Um, it's good. Um, what else was I going to say? And then, um, yeah, I'm having a really, really good time with it. Like, there's so many good, um, like, just clever ideas. Like, so, um, when you're downed, you're actually really fast compared to how fast you are in other Battle Royale games. You can just crawl away quite quickly. Um, and you can also get these things called down shields, which is like an energy shield you can hold up in front of you when you're downed, which actually protect you quite well. So you can try and run away and try and avoid finishing moves people can do. And then you can go, like, try and hide and get revived. So there's some strategy about trying to take out downed people. When you die, actually die, rather than that just being it for you, like it would be in PUBG, um, you, your teammates can take your ID card from your loot box that you drop when you die. And if they can deliver that to a special beacon that are located around the map and each can only be used once by your team, they can call on a dropship and basically get a replacement you <laughs> and you come back in and you don't have any stuff, but you can sort of get people back in. And that's a real, like adding respawns to a battle rails is kind of like, is that not against the point? But actually it's, it creates these really cool moments where like, it's quite know, expensive, isn't it? Cause you want to get to that place. It is. It might be over it, being watched by other teams. Yeah. Like, and, but it creates these really interesting moments of like, uh, I play as the lady that fire, has a rocket launcher on her shoulder that fires a smoke grenade. And I had a game where I managed to, as the entire enemy team was stood around the two corpses of my teammates looting them, I fired the smoke grenade into the middle of all of them, ran through using the good Titanfall bum slide run and jump stuff that's always felt very good, grabbed both cards and just kept running, like ran through the center of the team because they couldn't see me in that moment <laughs> and then managed to get away and revive them. And that's, you know, that gets you a lot of the happy thank you pings. It's good. Um, and you know, it's just, yeah, it's really solid. So people stick around then, like they don't sort of, when you die, what happens, like, because 
feels to me I haven't played Fortnite for a while but when you die in Fortnite you just automatically just end the game don't you so when you when your team is wiped like you can't play anymore it's just space bar back to the lobby right Right. just out but when you know I think if you if you die like I've seen people quit because they've died somewhere and they definitely can't be brought back so they just quit to the main menu or something but most yeah why wouldn't you pick stick around it's not that hard to revive your team Mm. if you get away with the cards because the map's pretty big and complicated like there are lots of those respawn points it's just about finding one that's not you know like people will hold on for the chance that they're going to come back in a minute right so Mm. so you just watch your team make make a break for it basically but yeah um assuming you guys haven't played it because i'd like to compare notes more than just ramble about it but it's um i think for something that i didn't know existed a week ago um it's taken Launched, a fair amount yeah and not a whisper of of criticism as well that not heard. that i've seen no yeah. it's really good i think um yeah i think the, the timing is interesting um it's funny how this feels like revenge in some ways because titanfall 2 which was a superb game was sent out to die right between battlefield 1 and hmm. the call of duty of that year and this one feels like it's come along just in time to crush Battlefield 5's own Battle Royale mode, which is only just about to come out. Oh, God. And Anthem. <laughs> <laughs> which has been struggling with its own kind of stability problems in its early access. Because like, that's really I, what I don't associate yet with. Like, uh, Apex feels like a respawn game more, yeah. than, a, more than an EA game. Yeah. I saw a few quotes about, you know... EA had no oversight over this project, you know, like mm. no involvement. Um, it's, it's interesting. I mean, uh, Respawn have always managed to have that bungee feel about them being this mm. kind of independent in, mm. in a large company. But, uh, I wonder whether it's also slightly strategic to, you know, really play on respawns name yeah it's interesting like there are things i wouldn't expect to find in an origin game like you can link your steam account yeah actually i did notice that yeah and yeah, so that's all yeah. that's a, a weird little api hook to put in there for yeah. a, i don't think i've seen that in any other origin game yeah. so yeah, well, I mean, it's I don't free know how to play so but then they would be paying the commission on they on in, in on yeah purchases yeah yeah it's an interesting one it makes you wonder what you know i mean obviously i think you know respawn seems to be getting folded in or hugged closer to the center of ea at the moment because they're making a star wars game for them you know there's rumors of a new titanfall that kind of thing but yeah it's interesting that it feels very sort of it's funny i don't think it feels totally unlike an ea game necessarily because it's it's very much on you know the on trend right like it's a very sensible game to make i I don't think you'd have to fight very hard to pitch it um to a publisher but at the same time, it's, it's, it's been, uh, it's, it's come out really smoothly <laughs> and, yeah, yeah, well, you know, without they're, they're, too much fuss. So, yeah. And Radical Heights wasn't that long ago, you know, sort of like we were talking yeah. about sort of shooter developers who can do good shoot games. Yeah. You know, thinking, you know, or trying to do a battle royale game and, and really not hitting it off. Like it's not a simple thing to do at all. No, it's not. Yeah, and I, I think this is like top to bottom, like how to do it right. Cause it's also like a meaningful addition to that genre. It's not a cash in. Cause it's, in fact, it feels like some ways like, Oh God, I, I can't believe I put up with janky inventory systems yeah. for this long. I want it to just work ideally. And Townfall, uh, it's, it's own multiplayer modes were all playful, you know, They're really, very, yeah. very, uh, rules based, you know, in, mm. in that kind of way that a Battle Royale game is very rules based, very, uh, you know yeah 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 it's that good uh, i'll definitely play a lot more of it um it makes on and honestly the sound design is just fucking incredible yeah those like, guns it's yeah. just everything's everything's a chunky delight yeah mm, it's crunchy mm. pip gonna go asleep if i keep talking about the shoot game no i was listening have you been playing <laughs> anything pip yes what that's for me to know <laughs> um dota auto chess <laughs> <laughs> Dotes? You've been so, back on the dotes? No, 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 I have not. I have, I reinstalled Dota, but only because I have been tasked with finding out about Dota Auto Chess, which is the, oh, is um, like a- the, the arcade, you know, the, the community generated arcade modi kind of shenanigans. Um, and it's the thing that has been really popular, hmm. uh, for, 
a while now oh. and it is beyond easy to get a match. It is less than that easy to understand what is going on in a match. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it is, it's a thing that sounds like it should be like Dota crossed with chess, but mm. it's kind of crossed with a car. Well, n- yes, <laughs> but it's, it's actually a deck building game crossed with, um, a merge three game. <laughs> so it, it mm. and you're playing with. Dota so champions, heroes, what legends, you, darlings. <laughs> what you're doing is uh, ultimately you want to be the only person with any health bar left out of a group of eight people who are playing. Um, and what you do is that each round divides into different phases. So you've got the, the earning money phase. You've got the, do you want to spend any of this money on any of these heroes in this, you know, draft phase? Then you've got the, would you like to plop these heroes on the board in some fashion phase using a donkey, which isn't really a donkey. It's actually a little elemental blorping weirdo thing. Um, but that's by the by. Um, and then once you've plopped them onto what is the aesthetic is of a chessboard but that's where the similarities begin and end so you just plonk them down it's like a bit of a red herring basically yes Um, and then what happens is it picks one of the other players from your your group and takes the heroes that they have currently collected and then pits them in a a match that auto resolves against yours Mm. and that's like it, it's not as straightforward as you both are being matched against each other. It's just that it takes just someone's heroes and pits them against yours to give you a measure of how strong you are in that matchup. So if you lose it, you lose some of your health bar. And if you win it, you win, you know, a bit of gold, you win, you know, some progress. You make progress basically, uh, and your health bar doesn't go down. Um, but, but the person on the losing end of that doesn't get a penalty because it's only their heroes that are being used. They they are off on a different section of this oh, map right. playing their own, you know, like auto-resolving yeah. their own matchup. Oh, I see. Right, right, right. Which is kind of, yeah, I hope that makes sense. So it's a sense. bit like, um, oh, well, I suppose they're a bit, they are a bit more affected you, but like those mobile games, um, like... You mentioned earlier. Yeah, the mm. kind of gacha game kind of thing. Yeah, where you're kind of setting up something and then other people are playing with your yeah. setup. Yeah, and right. so like so ultimately it takes place on the this three by three grid of like islands. And so each island has this chessboard on and you occupy one of them and everybody else has their own little island and then in the middle island there's this like um the Dota logo made mm. out of a little bit of scenery but it's it's the most confusing thing (laughs) to just happen upon like the the things that explain how you play like flash up for the briefest moment and then because i didn't even have a chance to start reading it before it disappeared again and so i was just staring blankly at this thing because it it had um the 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 chessboard that it had put me in front of wasn't actually the one that I was playing on um, for some reason. And so I was super confused because I was trying to buy a hero, but I couldn't seem to put my hero down. So, but I, it was because my donkey, my heroes were off screen at this point. Like I had to drag the map and go, you know, I had to go find them. And so I was already quite behind because they'd auto resolved some conflicts, not in my favor because <laughs> I hadn't deployed anything successfully. Um, and then there's like a whole bunch of other, um, complexities because, I mean, anything adjacent to Dota has that. So the the thing where you earn money at the beginning of uh, as one of these phases, it's like if you stockpile a bit of money, you actually get a little bit of interest. So you get the money that you got for for winning or for still being in the game. Like it breaks down in weird ways. But also for every multiple of 10, you get, you know, 
one of those as interest so you can have okay well I won so I got this and then I've now got 20 coins at the beginning of this thing so I now get an extra two gold you know that kind of thing and so and then you sort of get this selection of heroes and you're kind of like okay well I I could take the one that is that that matches the others that I've already got because you can when you deploy them if there's three of the same type and level on the board they merge to form the next level up of that right. here yep. so so you're kind of like okay well I've got I've got two uh, I've got one clockwork already and I I was going to try and like specialize around that general play style so I guess I'll I'll pick up the other clockwork that's in this draft that I've been handed but that means that, you know, you dip down a bit in terms of the, the gold that you have. So maybe you'll make a bit less next turn or like there was actually a different, you know, and then you find out that, oh, you, you know, there's no clockwork in the next draft and the next draft and the next draft. So you're stuck on two for ages mm. and they're filling up some of your the, slots. The drafts, and- the players all share the pool, right? So once you've taken, that's, that's, how, it's like a card game in that regard. Like, yeah, it sounds, I mean, I even. don't know because I, like, look, I, I'm cobbling this together. <laughs> I have played one afternoon and this is as far you've, as you've I have definitely got. played more than I have. I played one game and was so confused. I read a really long Reddit post about oh, okay, it. Okay. So I can only, I, I can only grab information from the Reddit post. But yeah, so if what other players have, you can't have. Yeah. So I guess sense. if you start seeing loads of ogre magis on the board you're like oh well there's no Don't point in me starting yeah. to collect them okay that's interesting that's a new piece of the puzzle um so yeah but also each hero is assigned um a species and a class so and if you put multiples of the same of of those things out you get bonuses that Mm. so you can get a combo bonus basically so you can have like multiple goblins and Mm. they will i can't remember what goblins do but like you know so if you've got like a goblin mage or something i don't think that's an actual thing but um, wizard is a thing i think well yeah but like what i'm thinking is because i can remember that mage if you've got a stack of mages in your Mm. in your collection then and you deploy them then what they do is i think they lower the magic resist of all the enemy units right and so that's why i was Mm. because wizard would do something else i can't remember right um what is it about Dota that, that creates incredibly uh, complicated even. Sp- spin-off games? But then- I can't think. <laughs> it's because people sit down and they're like, this Dota thing is not complicated enough for me. <laughs> yeah. Well, see, and the, the other stuff that you then need to worry about is when you actually put it on the board. So, you know, so you've got this 8 by 8 checkerboard grid and so you use this donkey to drag them into position or like put them back on the sidelines and so you're kind of like okay well if this is a melee hero do i want them to be at the front so that the archers if i put them at the back oh, so then they will yeah so there's a spatial element there's like this buff stacking thing that's going on there's also the fact that you need to budget some of your coins to level up how good your donkey is at experience (laughs) so that your donkey (laughs) can then let you have i think they call them chesses chesses, so it's basically like i you know at the start you can only have one chess on the board like one hero yeah that's Um, it isn't it they don't call them heroes or darlings no they they call call them them chesses chesses. and so like and then so you basically feed Why the your hell donkey do they call them chesses? you feed your donkey <laughs> money so that it can put more chesses on the board <laughs> and if you put too many chesses on the board oh, it donkey how it randomly be. removes them down to the number that you're currently Allowed, yeah it's like a population smart limit. enough yeah. for or something and i like so, how it's centered on the donkey like this is the donkey's fault like yeah. it's just, oh it's the most sort of it's it's very dota basically and so yeah so you've got this dragon dota donkey you've got this deck building you've got this merge three thing going on you've got an economy that you have to keep an eye on you've got all of this spatial awareness that you need to deal with you've then got like the list of all eight players in that 
in that current like kerfuffle down the side and you can see how they're all doing relative to you and like who who is doing really well and if you beat someone that's really good you get a bit more gold so you're like oh okay but then sometimes suddenly it's just wolves and you're like why are the wolves here like yeah it's like the dinosaur phase isn't it so dinosaurs and wolves there's basically you can have there are phases where everyone then just has to fight non-player units so it's basically the kind of okay well everyone's gonna have to be duffing up golems now and you're going wait but but I, uh, uh, <laughs> I mean, as a as a non Dota player, it does sound like Dota. It's like so, absurdly sort of. I feel like so where I'm at right now is it feels very much like a bunch of people have decided that new Dota players have it far too easy. And in my day, there was no tutorial, and in my day, there were no purge videos. There was no like turbo frank- mode. Yeah, exactly. And it's like you know, we had to trek five miles in frostivorous snow just to get a match you know that kind of nonsense and so they've basically just gone right well here's this good luck with that that's so good yeah and richard garfield had the temerity to make a dota style card strategy game that only had three boards at the same time see this was my hot take earlier and you were just a bit like "Ooh, (laughs) the internet's not going to be fond of you it was a bit spicy for me it was uh dota auto chess is a game that they should have made instead of artifacts (laughs) well history's proving you're right i think i think the internet probably agree with you on that one because auto chess has gone down really well so the thing is with uh, i think the big thing about Dota Auto Chess, which uh, should we just call it DAC? Dota Chess, no, like what? D- D- DAC is a thing. Why is it? I know it's the Dota Asia Championship. That's the thing. Yeah. But, um, um, anyway. I, I, Dota Auto Chess sounds like it should be like I don't know. For some reason, it feels. It sounds, well, it sounds like, like, it, like it should be related to Dota or chess. Yeah. Or, <laughs> or cars. Yeah, car. It sounds yeah. like. A, like a car polish or something. Mm. Like it doesn't make any sense. I can imagine it being shouted in like a sillet bang kind of way. But so the thing is with it is that it, so obviously there's like all of these little modifiers and complexities that you could genuinely spend time getting good at. Mm. But I think that it is also sufficiently forgiving of you just clicking random nonsense that it is quite fun and even though a game can take a while because it basically runs as many rounds as it takes until one person is still i mean you can leave after you get knocked out but um it's one of those things where those individual phases, because you're not having to actually do the fighting, it auto resolves. And, you know, you, every time you have to do something, it just feels manageable mm. in a way that artifact is like, okay, well, you've got a million different choices you need to make right now. What are you going to do? And everything is just, you know, you could just screw yourself in this moment. Whereas data auto chess is like, Bleh. You know, might be wolves, dunno. <laughs> Where are you? Who knows? Why is your donkey making blooping noises and has little trails coming out of it? Because actually it's the IO model that's just got a donkey skin on it. <laughs> so, you know, that's all fine, right? I find it a much more intimidating than artifact, but I think... <laughs> I found it hilarious. <laughs> I think it's Love it. Things for me, it's like the, the complete lack of knowing what the fuck was going on made me panic. Whereas I think, I think for you, it felt more inviting. So I love chaos. You know me. Mm. So That's true. What, so what happened with me actually was I reinstalled Dota, full on nearly had a panic attack booting it up because I have such an unhealthy relationship with that game. Like genuinely... Mm was like uh, my tummy was tight my you know i was just like i don't want to be here i really don't want to be here and then booted that up had instant like i have no idea what's going on 
And then I was like, actually, I quite like yeah. that because oh, no one not, knows what's going on. I don't know what to worry on. about. Yeah, but but in a way, like, because I sort of, no one was trash talking and mm. no one was being... Is there chat or anything? You can use, like, all chat if you want, but no one was. Everyone's I think just everyone's just like, I don't know what I'm doing, help. <laughs> <laughs> like, And it doesn't give you really enough time in each section mm. to, to be... Like, when I had time when a match was auto-resolving for someone else and I crashed out spectacularly early. It was one of those things where I just tabbed out and responded to an email or something and just came back after. Mm. And so it's like, it, it's just so low stakes. I, I just really liked it. Whereas, you know, so I, like I say, I booted up data, felt like I was going to have a panic attack. Within about 30 seconds, it had asked me to spend 28 quid or whatever it is on that bloody Rubik Arcana. Mm. And I was just like, how do I close it? So I closed that window. Then it was like, do you want some Frostivus treasure? It's only one ninety nine. I'm like, no, leave me alone. Stop it. And then just disappeared off into this cavern of nonsense for a time. So, yeah, I'm, I'm just trying to work out how to make it so that I don't have to deal with Dota at all. <laughs> like, no. A custom launcher. I want to hide. So, yeah. It probably is like some sort of command line thing that you can do. <laughs> Straight in and out. But yeah, it's like, it's, it feels like the sort of game that does genuinely have a high enough skill ceiling that people could try and get good at it, but that it doesn't matter if you're just titting about. Mm. And, and obviously that's not why you get Richard Garfield to craft a beautiful three lane, you know, three board put down all your cards where every every decision like is beautifully gorgeously yeah gorgeously animated yeah. like a card collectathon but it, you know i i like things that go <laughs> <laughs> and i like n- nobody knowing enough of what's going on to have a go at me for doing it wrong because it's like do you know what keep your eyes on your own donkey my friend <laughs> And like, but also because I'm not playing against the actual person, like it's got that mm. once removed, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. so they can't have a go at me because they're not looking at what they I'm doing. They don't know what happened. Yeah, and, like yeah. they might think they're playing against me, but they're just playing against my units. It's not, there's no point trash talking me because I didn't put them down. I didn't, you know, do any of the, of that side of things. It's like, I quite like that. So all you've got is this little, um, football league style, like ranking on the side and mm. you just go up or down. And, but, but quite nicely. So it does have a tiny bit to do with Dota because I guess knowing a bit about which units were melee and which were ranged or what their skills might be, let me put them down in the right places, kind of. Mm ish <laughs> so i didn't put like the really fragile characters right at the front but that was about the the extent of all of this strategizing <laughs> anyway yeah so i really like it good total recommendation checkmate garfield <laughs> how'd you be- like them mondays yeah. <laughs> good that was the perfect expression of that yeah <laughs> wonderful <laughs> Alex, what have you been up to in the world of games? I've 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 not been proud of myself. I haven't really I've dabbled in a few things and not had much time to do enough. But a bit Sun Skies mm. which um I enjoyed. Good. There's a I mean I haven't played an awful lot of it. I did play a, a bit of uh Sun Ski Seas Sun no yeah. It's the mountain. Oh. It's, be, it's the connecting uh, point. Yeah. You just go down from the sky from the skis into the seas. If anyone from Felbert is listening to this, I will, I will, I will write ski free, but it's just, it's just like Felbert is ski free where it's just the Yeti comes along and you have a, just, a beautifully rendered conversation about dismemberment. <laughs> I'm finding. It's weird. I'm, I'm finding the text sort of delivery method. I, I know it's the same fundamental way that mm. when you, you take a choice and then the screen, you know, the, the text scrolls up for the next sort of little bit and then you often have another choice and there's a button at the bottom that generally either means okay or Back. no thank you. Mm. Um, uh, 
I keep missing stuff because it's not scrolling all the way. Or yeah, I don't me know, too. something about it. Mm. That or the I, text is too big. Or, or for some the reason, I don't quite long. register the continue button or something. Yeah, right. Like, yeah. not not that the click doesn't register, but I don't register to click that one instead of like yeah. the thing that goes back. Yeah, or... I completely missed something. Like, and realized just after I'd clicked that mm. oh. There was a there was something that I should have scrolled for, um, and um, it took me there's a another thing while where to like find where the shops were. Yeah, there's on the left hand side. There's, and there's yeah. two different shops. There's bazaar. Yeah, and, uh, like it, yeah. it took me a little while to get on. Which I was surprised that. by given yeah given I didn't didn't have these problems in us. Uh, it's s- funny. Skis. Last week when we talked about it, I have the opposite thing whereas right. I really didn't like the interface in in C's very much, and I like this one. Although it does have, but they just did a patch that fixes a bunch of interface issues. Oh, was that? There were some, there were some things with like menus not scrolling properly and stuff. So oh, some okay. of it may literally have been. That a, one oh, Monday cool. I played, so I don't know when that was. Okay. I think it was during this week that okay. we are now experiencing. Oh, so. oh, it's all fixed then. Hooray! Well, no, I'm just saying some things were legitimately on the list of, yeah. of, mm. of bugs. Really enjoying the combat more than skis. Yeah. Um, like really tense, sort of. Strafing a train, fighting a big bug. Yeah. I've been bad at strafing because like that's I think that's the only other thing that I struggled with is when I'm facing a slightly different direction yeah, yeah, yeah. not remembering yeah. whether Q or yeah. E will strafe me properly in the yeah. direction I actually yeah. intend oh, to go it's such into a crapshoot it's yeah. basically like well I'm gonna dodge some way <laughs> and even I don't know enjoy that <laughs> there's only two face. things it can be but <laughs> <laughs> well, it's just like well if I don't know they can't guess <laughs> And I, I'm sure, yeah, that, that will probably, I, I hope that will get easier over time. But, <laughs> but I think, but what it's meant so far is that, that when I've been going into the combat deliberately and being careful, I haven't been just spinning around kind of, and then not remembering which way I'm Tell me done. more of this combat deliberately <laughs> that you, that you speak of. It happened of. once, just once. <laughs> <laughs> but when you do dodge, it's really good. Oh, it's a great feeling mm. when you just like perfectly skids past you and you kind of make a shot back. Mm. So, um, like, and obviously the, the, the stories and words and things are cool, <laughs> but like, but that, that talks about a lot. And yeah, you know, yeah. I wanted to talk about the kind of, some of the sort of the artwork is so as good well. as well. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Something I really wish that I could find a way to do is how to play it as a sort of before bed thing, like not in terms of just playing it at I don't know eleven o'clock at night, but you know actually having it in some format, not iPad exactly, but like some format that I could read while lying on my side in bed, right? Yeah. And I do struggle to read stuff on my monitor, like in that way. Uh, yeah, like I wonder. When? If, well, I wonder if there would be a way of like somehow doing like an e-reader version. Yeah, we well, like, need like sort of like somehow, um, you know? like one of those Evernote kind of apps. <laughs> I'll read this story later. This is not how it works. Everything's delivered in mm. one paragraph, little burst. But no, you know, you you played the action, you have a little explore, play some action, and then like you then go upstairs to bed. It's yeah. then just do the port you on your phone. The text. Then you found yeah. out what happened on the boat while well, you were doing it. Maybe like maybe as you play, it just yeah builds a repository of those things, and you can actually just read it as as like a ship's log. This kind is of not a joke. Have you considered thing. playing Fallen London? Um, I used to play it actually because it's that right. I yeah. think it's more it's more that I'm just trying to think of a way to engage with it because it feels so much like a lovely or not lovely always like terrifying. Um, but a, a cosy terror story, yeah. and mm. but but the important Warm thing terror. to me the the reason why I don't think it would work on like iPad in the same way is is the the brightness and the way the screens work. That's why I was specifically thinking e-readers because that e-ink type interface is very different in terms of i know i was just gonna try sorry i've got the droopy microphone and i was sliding down because i didn't (laughs) want to do the like disruptive having to then get myself out of the slump but now here we are here we are anyway what was i saying e-ink yes e-ink squid ink 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 I think there should be an e-ink version somehow. That would be nice. I think I'd for like e-ink. That. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we 
don't have uh, time for any questions this week, unfortunately, and I appreciate that I am saying this having only a couple of hours ago put the shout out for questions. But we did get a bunch of really good ones, so maybe we'll do a bumper question section on the next episode. Uh, even so, if you'd like to send us a question for the next episode of the Crate and Crowbar, you can do so by emailing us at questions at com. You can also tweet us at Crate and Crowbar. And you can find our community on Discord, the link for which is on our website. Someone tweeted us to say that it wasn't working. As far as I can tell, it does work. Well, I don't know. Going to check that. <laughs> Good tech support there. After, <laughs> after this, after this episode. Uh, and yeah, you can find video versions of the podcast on YouTube, youtube.com forward slash create and crowbar. And as ever, uh, thank you to our Patreon backers. However, our Patreon backers should note that you are not being charged for these shorter episodes that we've had recently. So there you go. So don't worry. Don't worry. About that. No. Uh, and that's, yeah, that's it from us, it's I got, believe. It's Patreon off at the moment. Indeed. <laughs> it is. The, the episodes will appear on Patreon, but you're not being charged. Um, <laughs> so yeah. Thanks, Thanks for, for listening, listening everybody. everybody. <laughs>